Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kyle Sparides. Now Kyle is a photographer who focuses on capturing the heart and soul of business owners, all shapes and sizes through visual storytelling. And he helps business owners to visually extract the essence of their solutions to their ideal customers and why they can be trusted. And Kyle's also the author of Decide Your Destiny. Hey, Kyle, fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me, mate. I'm excited. Awesome. So can you just expand a bit more on that and the kind of people that you love working with and where your business is today? Yeah, for sure. So it it all kind of came out of doing a diploma of photo imaging, studying, and then you have your final kind of portfolio to graduate with. And in my final portfolio, I had an idea to take photographs of my family around uh, the family house. So the family house that my grandparents uh, raised me in. And uh, through that, you know, I just used natural light, um, same location. And I, the technique I would use is just sit down with someone and just communicate with them, kind of like we're doing now, and just talk to them, talk to them. And eventually, I'd wait for that moment when they would forget the camera is there. They just they forget that there's anything going on and they mm. would go into themselves. And I had this belief that if you time it right, like there's a split second where they reveal their soul, they reveal their essence, they reveal who they truly are in that image because they're, they're, they're one with themselves. They're, into, they're, they're going into themselves and they forget that you're there. And I don't know where this idea came from. I don't know why I thought of it, but I just felt like I could see it in my grandparents I could see it, especially in elderly people and younger people, because I felt like they really showed their soul, their essence, their character, their personality, who they are. And then teenage kids, and I did it as well, uh, put up a facade and a, a protected cloak, uh, cloak of, you know, pretense of not who they truly are, yeah. but who they think will be the most protected. That and so that's fantastic. I love the way you're able to do that through your process and then capture it through photography. I mean, we we talk about this as your your core identity, your your true yes. essence of yourself. That we all, as business owners at home, you hide behind these these things, these these statements, these even clothes or platforms, whatever it is to it hides that insecurity or lack of confidence. So your ability to bring this out and see that true person, I think is is wonderful. And what are the results of that? Once you capture that, how does it help them with their, their life and their business? Yeah, uh, well, firstly, I just want to say uh, you're 100% right. I think business owners can hide behind, oh, 
I've got my branding beautiful. Look how beautiful this is. It's so great. And then there's holes in the business or I've got my, my revenue so good and all this sort of stuff. But then it's like, well, how's the morale of the team? You know, what's, what's coming around the next corner? What, what's the, where's the next crisis going to hit you and how will your team hold strong? You know, there's like, yeah. like there's so many parts at play. Um, and I think, I think in, in my photography business, it was the same thing. It was learning that as much as you want to do portraits, as much as you want to do landscapes, as much as you want to do fine arts, mm. like if you want to, if you want longevity, like if you want longevity in your life, you're going to have to go to the gym and work out and you hate it when you go, but you love it when you return, you know, and it's the same thing for business. You're going to have to go and work and figure it out, go and get a coach, go and invest the money, go and do the hard stuff, go and do the risky stuff. And mm. you're not going to enjoy the fear, the unknown that you're stepping into, but you're going to enjoy the returns that you're going to get. So what are you, what are you hiding behind right now? We say we all hide behind stuff with our business. Can you identify where it is for you right now? I can definitely say what's what's probably held me back has definitely been, and I think this is a lot of people, it's like the right information, the mm. right education. Okay. And not kind of just flying by the seat of my pants, but in a lot of ways, you know, that's been that has served me a lot because I've gone for things i've acted i've i've taken the risk i've gone to do this thing that i've never done before and shut myself while i did it but but i went through with it it's 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 helped me a lot but it's really important to do the due diligence of how to run a business why systems are important why marketing is important why understanding sales is important why understanding closing is important all these different aspects i think that's what's held me back is acknowledging the importance of those and then when i did learning them and i think this is what a lot of people fall into we get education happy and we, we learn 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 but then we don't we don't go back to that implementing stage and so i think that's definitely something that that has probably held me back is that that stall of going oh my god i was acting i was acting i was acting and i was you know getting some job i was getting jobs i was doing well but now i've learned how many how much better i can do and now i needed to go and implement that but am I even ready? Am I at that level? And that's where the kind of, I don't know if it's the fail forward or, or what they say, but that kind of just, you know, execute yeah. and learn, execute and learn, execute and learn needs to come back into it. But it's the balance of executing, looking at, looking at the, like the, the information, the strategy, the, you know, the area, the errors that you did go review it and then execute again, rather than just, just like we call spray and pray in photography. You know, you see like, the the bride and groom walking and you just you just hold the button down and you spray and pray spray and pray spray and pray and yeah you do get a couple of good ones but if you can time it a better then you can get more money shots and i think it's the same in business you know dude you I'm, 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 i want to jump in there that the, what you just said spray and pray holy shit it's like that isn't that what a lot of people do? in this world we glorify yeah. the ready fire aim and it's like yeah we get that but there is a nuance to it and mm. you don't want to be ready, 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 ready. You want to actually do it, right? So what yes. you just eloquently described there, you've actually gone through the three cycles of unforget yourself. The first cycle, the protection cycle, where we all find ourselves you know, making excuses. This is where you said, um, yeah, this has served me. Been able to press forward and really just keep going. Well, holding a belief that this serves me, therefore this is the right way. Subconsciously, it's so easy to be like, I've got this far with this, therefore this can take me forward. 
Mm. Everything has a ceiling. So you've beautifully mm. said it there. Second cycle, exactly. recalibration to be able to find that information. But then information turns into entertainment. And then yep. we're just digesting more and more. Give me more information. You don't need more information. You've Chances are you've got everything that you need. It's how you go through that doubt, fear, overwhelm to be able to, what we call, do the fucking thing. That third cycle, <laughs> doing the thing you need to do. Not all the side quests and flow action, but the actual thing. Get the results, good or bad. It's just information. And then keep going. So yeah, you've, you've actually gone through those three different cycles um, so, so quickly. and we know we can jump backwards and forwards between these. So which one of those cycles feels like where you're at right now? So I think I'm definitely, um, like, like you said, I think it's all it is is collecting data. And I think I'm definitely yeah. at the collecting, collecting data. You know, I'm, I'm mm. employing a few people. I'm really stretching out. I'm, I'm starting that scaling period, you know, that, that vision of nice. how the business scales and I'm kind of going, all right, I'm, 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 I'm putting a bit of risk in or I'm, or I'm, I'm circulating the money that comes in back into the business, nice. but this is going to be really good collecting data and finding out what works, you know, because we go, Oh, I want to have, you know, I, I did the whole thing. I had all the videos set up. I had the systems. I had the, the little scripts and everything for the one employee and it was the wrong person. And so nothing happened. Now I found a great person. I haven't told them, Hey, go and watch 45 videos, go and read 50 scripts. I've really just, like giving them time every day, you know, had, had, a, had a meeting with them every day and just said, hey, this is what we're focused on, this is what we're focused on. Can I throw this at you? How will you react if I throw that at you? And then seeing how she reacts. And so that's where I think I've, I'm in that data collecting phase, you know? Nice, nice. Sounds, sounds fantastic. So what are, you, what are you really searching for? What are you really looking for with this collection of, of information right now with where you are? So, I, th I, I mean, I, I love, you know, what you're saying. Like, it's that whole unhinge yourself from your previous, your former limited self. Mm. And I'm really looking to see, okay, what's the, what's the potential? What's the full potential? Okay, yeah. great. I got, I got two, three closes today in my sales. And now my income for today is more than last month. That's incredible. Okay, yeah. well, how do I double down? How do I keep going? How do I like that that expansion thing? And I think this is a year. All the rumors, all the all the murmuring of recession and things like that. I think it's really made me acutely aware of expansion, of growth, of opportunity, of mm -hmm. change. I mean, I really, I really doubled down on my business. To be honest with you, in 2020, like I. I got made redundant. Um, my grandmother fell over in Sydney, and I, I couldn't get back over to her. And then I had the, and then and then I had the worst month in my photography business. And I just went and put all my money into a, into a sales coach. And I just mm. went, you know what? This person keeps referring me to this person. If I don't do it now, I won't ever do it. Let me put my redundant redundancy, redundancy package. You know, my my, my payout. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was on the sales floor, and they just got rid of everyone on the sales floor. Let me put it into this business coach the sales coach and let me just let me just go all in i don't care if he's got different beliefs to me i don't care if he wears colors i don't like i don't care about all my own feelings and emotions and all my own little constrictions i'm just going to go what you say is the gospel for this next little while i'm going to dive you know i'm going to commit fully mm. and that really revolutionized oh i'm in control of my revenue i can turn the tap up and down it's up to me. And it was like, wow, I was so 
just, I, it's almost like, and a lot of business owners, I think are like this. You put the shop up, you put the sign, you're there and you're just waiting for things to happen and you're hoping and you're just putting a little few little egg, like it's kind of like you're doing that Easter egg hunt, putting a few eggs around and hoping people start following the trail, but you're not actually commanding, hey, this is how I can help you. This is what we do. This is why you need it. This is why it's important right now. Everyone's mm. getting online, you know? So that's, I think, the real difference um, that I saw in, in, for me. That was a big turning point. Sounds like a massive moment of clarity and absolute focus. I think you're yep. right. It's so easy to build your, um, let's call it your shop front. You can have the most amazing shop in the world. If it's in the middle of the desert, no one's going to find it. And it's so easy to be like, oh, build your offer or build your scripts or whatever it might be behind closed doors. People need to see it and validate it and get it out there. And then yep. normally there's a, there's a block stopping people from 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 going out. I know that was a problem with, with me years ago. I was too nervous, too scared to to get myself out there until I understood and realized everything that was going on. Then it's like, ah, I'm getting in my own way. Sweet. How do I overcome this? What do I do? What do I need to do? So um, with that clarity, you got the sales coach. You knew what you needed to double down on. What was the story from then onwards? So I think, uh, I mean, a great thing that I think we're skirting around here is that it really is about, it's kind of like surveying. It's kind of like data, like you said, data extracting. That's real. That's the point of the business. That's really important. It's the research and development, which happens when you go and execute what you're wanting to execute. So mm -hmm. for me, the next phase of that was I was just, I was so focused on, you know, the key metrics that I could change and what I could do and finding different ways of going about that. So this, this target, how do I actually hit it? with a with a, a complementary business how do i hit mm. it with you know maybe another employee and then i can i can step away and maybe build out some more products and so it was okay this is the base target that i've been hitting every month now i want to see what i can do to build systems and other things that can kind of not automate but you know can kind of have an engine room around it and i think that's when you you start you you stop becoming a salesman and you start looking at trying to become a businessman you know you go okay a businessman has flows he has okay if this thing gets impacted if technology decides you know however many thousand people from apple from amazon from wherever are going to be canned tomorrow you know like like how am i going to how am i going to adapt and i think mm. that's really then the that year man and i think we talked about it earlier that that whole 2020 year for me i spent two days looking at news looking at all the sorts of information and I, I never I never really did. Like I, I never really liked to look at look at you know news and 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 um and clickbait headlines, you know. And so I I looked at it and then I started developing anxiety and depression. I was like, where the heck is this coming from? Then I turned the computer off, turned the TV off, went outside, saw more people than ever walking their dogs, saw more people than ever outside experiencing life. And I was like, okay, there's this reality and then there's this reality. And mm -hmm. I went, okay, now what am I going to choose as a reality? And one of the, you are like, to answer your question, I heard one quote and I was listening to some, you know, stoicism and quotes. And I heard one quote um, and it was by Epictetus, Epictetus, sorry. And it said, you are a little soul carrying around a corpse. And for some reason, it just hit me in a certain way. And I just like, my tears came out because you know, that whole virus, everyone was terrified. This was the thing that's going to wipe out planet earth. Like, like, I don't know if people can go back and realize the information we were getting sent at that time. Like it was 
like all hell is loose. So, so for me to hear that, it was like, wait a minute, I'm a spiritual being. I'm not this physical entity that's so easily manipulated and tricked and affected and, and at, at effect of life. I'm a mm. spiritual being commanding my destiny forward. And what am I going to do with my time on this earth? And it's that, that, that kind of restriction is the freedom of action. You know, the death, the, hey, we're all going to end up in the dirt is the, wow, well, why the heck am I going to care about all these little murmurers and haters and you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do this and the people close to me that are trying to dim my light. It's like, wait a minute, we're all heading to the dirt. Like, I want to do some cool shit before I get there. Love that. Yes. And it's finding those those quotes, finding the the information that serves you and whatever your beliefs, whatever um, things you you understand will happen, won't happen, could happen. Doesn't really matter. It's how these beliefs, rules, statements, quotes serve you, and if you can use that and leverage it to be able to move forward, release some the, the focus on threats. And it sounds like you you latched onto that. You had your one moment, your sort of pivot point, where it's like, ah, oh, I get it. There's a shift. That is where you had your your first moment, and then you've grown from that from that point yeah yeah and, and i think it's it's a, i think for me it's the same moment over and over again it's the same realization for me when i was 16 i had my my older brother uh, my older cousin in south africa who was like a brother to me you know he was murdered and it was like he was this guy that would come into a room and he would just light the room like everyone would just lift he just had this mm. his energy like, you know, they talk about heart resonance, you know, Joe Dispenza, you know, you, you talk about, you sorry, you talk about these sorts of things and his energy just would exude, you know, and I was yeah. just like, wow, how do I, how do I re-emulate that? He's passed, he's dead, but how do I bring that life back in? How do mm. I actually bring that into my way of being? How do I take what has been part, like, it's kind of a legacy. How do I take that forward? And I think that was just a, a continual reminder. I also, when I was 18, uh, found myself in induced coma, nearly died, had this whole life transition. So I kept getting this reminder of like, wake the fuck up. Sorry, I'm probably not supposed to swear. Um, oh no, you, you be a potty mouth. You go uh, for it, dude. Okay, be a potty <laughs> mouth, sweet. Uh, you know, wake the fuck up. Like, this is your life to grab a hold of. Yeah. Your cousin grabbed a hold of it. You know, like, like this is your life to grab a hold of. Stop letting. And I mean, I had like an intense, you know, a parent and like an like an abusive, like sort of mentally, emotionally, psychological for many, many years. So there was reasons for me to contract and constrict myself. But I found that if I did that, it showed up in my health. And actually, that's how I found myself in hospital. And I created that. And mm. it's so important for me to actually keep getting the awareness of this and, and it was something that happened in my heart so this heartbeat it's heartbeat right now i've got and i command the momentum forward where do i want to direct that heartbeat do i want to direct it in oh my god i've got all these things changing in my life that I, that are affecting my comfort and i just want to whine and cry and like my <laughs> forefathers down the line be a grumpy old person, you know, or do I want to, do I want to break the curse? Do I want to break the generational curse? Do I want to shift something, you know? And it's, it's just coming back. Like you said, what was that moment? Creating those moments and coming back to those moments. Hey, wake the F up. This is your life. This is your destiny. 
Not everyone gets the chances that you got. Not everyone gets the wake up calls that you got. What the hell are you doing? And I want to just go back a little bit and just focus on one thing that you said. I mean, through that, it was a beautiful, beautiful rant. But it's the doing it <laughs> in. No, no, it was awesome. I loved it. Doing it in your way. You said I did it my way. You wanted to get the um, the essence of uh, your your cousin. You want to get the essence of these people um, or these, you know, whether it's family members or Joe Dispenza or whoever you look up to. How can I get that essence and energy? But you said in my way, and I think you went on that quite quickly, but it's a whole space for that. How can you do that? Not copy, not regurgitate, not try and be someone else, but how can you take that and take it in your way, put your stamp on it and be authentic with yourself? Because I think it's so easy to find what someone else is doing and just try and, I want to be that, I want to do mm. that. I want that energy rather than what's true for me, what's true for my, my soul, my design. So I think that's an important nuance that um, is, yeah, I just wanted to share with, with everyone out there. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think we can get lost in other people. I mean, for so much of our life, we're lost in our parents and our parents way of doing things and our parents mode of being and our parents <clears throat> information. And we just duplicate and you look at lots of people and they're just duplicates of their parents or they're duplicates of their partners or they're, you know, they're duplicates of the siblings and you're so right in terms of how we can make it our own. I think, you know, in my chapter, I, I talk about one thing in my book, there's a chapter called um, lose yourself. And, and the whole point of it is to lose yourself in the process of the work, whatever that work is, whatever that work you choose to be, whether it's the gym, whether it's writing a book, whether it's building a business, as you lose yourself in the process, as you get so caught up in the activity, the action of it, you start to learn things about yourself. You start to find this, wow, this resilience, this courage, this, this like, no matter what, I'm going to find a way, you know? And through through my growth, my business, my personal growth, I would have these lines and I'd say it to my partner and you know, I'd be like, I'd you know, wake up one morning, I'm like, I just want to help every single person on this planet. Like just a crazy thought, you know? Or I'd wake up another time and just be like, I just want to cover the planet in in. In, in, in my positive energy that I can. And it would just be these different ways that it would come through. And that's, I think, how you really get to know and learn more about yourself is by actually putting yourself through the processes of deep work. And the biggest thing of not to not to get caught up in other people's ways of doing it and making it your own is to know yourself. And yeah, we hear, oh, just know yourself, just trust yourself, just believe in yourself. You know, but really a lot of knowing yourself is actually confronting the shit is confronting the dark side is yeah. confronting the shadow is confronting who am i when i'm tired who am i when i'm selfish who am i when i'm grumpy who am i and confronting those parts of you those aspects of you that are still parts of you and actually when you actually become more authentic and you accept that and you acknowledge it you get to know the well-rounded being rather than the perception that you've created that no everything i do is right i'm just a great person you know God's going to let me through heaven, you know, like mm. that's, I think that the, the mental debacle we put ourselves in is that I've got to be good. So I'm just going to pretend that I'm good. It's like, Hey, everyone has good. Everyone's bad. Everyone's dark. Everyone's light. Let's confront it so that we can actually really understand ourselves. Okay. When this happens, I tend to go to the selfish direction. What I need to do now is put a little stop there or a little moment of reflection and realize why I do it. And then you can start doing inner work that I think we all have to do to clear. And what I know you help a lot of people to do. And the, the blessing and the curse here is that it, it, it never quite ends. 
it's not a one and yeah. done. You don't reach the end like, I got a stamp. I am self-reflected. <laughs> no. Yeah. As you evolve, as situations change, as you level up, as you grow, new challenges, new things, new new beliefs come out of the woodwork. You're like, oh, where did that come from? Where's that been hiding? So yeah, it's it's a never-ending process, which is, oh, it's amazing. And it's also crumbs. It's hard work. Yeah. Oh, it is. And, and I, 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 what you're saying is bang on the, the two most successful people that I know in my life in terms of finance. So one's finance, but personal life is a mess, but he's just created a financial system that's just just powerhouse. So I can respect, I'm not saying, oh, money's bad and it's going to mess up your life. No, he's done really well in one aspect. He just hasn't done well in the other aspects. And so, and then another person I know who's done well with the family and the finance and the, the health and a few different areas. It was interesting. He retired and he you know sat by the pool took a photo of a drink and 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 the pool and he sent it to his buddies and you know like middle finger ha ah, screw you guys you know blah blah and and he's the most successful person i know and he actually didn't create a business he was i guess like a business inside of a company but he actually worked for someone so that kind of idea that you can't work for someone or work with someone going somewhere mm. to to reach your success yes you can as long as there's a there's points of growth for you for your income but so he so he, he would he sent like the photo like two or three times and then he the third day i think he was just he started feeling depressed and feeling this anxiety and he's like i've retired at 40 like i've made it i've got this beautiful house by the beach my family's taken care of i'm retired now so i'm not going to miss any more of my ch- children growing up and i feel this feeling and it was a big confrontation for him so when we think about that we all have those moments like you said, oh, I've made it, but now I've got something else to confront. And that's yeah. that. I mean, you know, I'm sure you know of David Goggins and some of his books and that whole sort of like, you know, all those sorts of guys, but you you hear that. It's like, okay, a new day, time to confront myself, time to confront yeah, my reality. What's next? What's the purpose now? What's this? Because it's yes. so easy to be caught up in. Once I get that, then I'll be happy. Once I get that, then... But yeah. once you get that, it's your life's not over. It's not pause. It's no. what's next? Where are we going? So what's hey, the that new is aim? A, that is a beautiful way to, to end this episode. I've loved, I could, we could talk for another, I think an hour on this topic. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time and your energy and your, your sharing so vulnerably and your advice. So, Hey, if people want to find out a bit more about you, about your business, and of course your book, where can they find you? Thanks, Mark. So if you wanted to find me on, uh, it's Kyle Spreedy's on YouTube, on Instagram, um, K-Y-L-E, and then Spy Rides, as people often say, S-P-Y-R-I-D-E-S. Um, and for the book, it's Decide Your Destiny on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's on Audible as well now. Um, and decideyourdestinybook.com is the, the site where you can find out more about the book. Nice. Awesome. Everyone go check that out. And Kyle, thanks again for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, legend. And I love your energy. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so 
please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.